You might be asking, what is swill? Well, we'd like to think it's the cheap stuff you breeze by in the beer aisle. Is any of it worth buying? We're Good Swill Hunting, searching for the best of the cheap stuff. We brought together an industry insider, an outsider, and a couple of normal guys to balance things out. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And welcome to Good Swill Hunting. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, our special Cinco de Mayo episode. We had a lot of fun doing that one. But you know what? This might actually top it because I think I think today you're really going to enjoy the beer that we're trying out. The beer this week is known as Hams. It's uh, Hams premium beer and uh, it kind of gives you like a nostalgic uh, feel to it the can itself we're going to go over all that but i want to introduce our, our panel here we've always got uh, brian who's our beer insider we've got matt our beer outsider. Cheers. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't allow me to say anything. You didn't say I anything. Waited. I waited. I did skipped too. right over me. I was waiting. Like I was nothing. And then we've got our beer balancer. I'm just a side of ham to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Blaine, our beer balancer. Hey. So, uh, we always like to start out with feedback. We've been getting more and more feedback on all of our uh, different ways you can reach out to us. And I want to tell you guys this one. This is a good one. Boson. Remember Boson? Several episodes back. How could we forget? Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one to forget. Somebody said this. They tried it. And they said, it's a lager wanting to be an IPA. Because remember, Boston was an IPA. And they said, this is a confused beer. And it, and it was. It was supposed to be an IPA. It really didn't taste like an IPA. It was a, it was a, a very confused beer. So uh, it, Is that code for terrible? I've never tried ham, so I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I'm excited for this one as well. Uh, so reach out to us on Facebook at Goodswill Podcast. Gmail is uh, Goodswill Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, we've got our Instagram page. Absolutely. We are the Goodswill Podcast. That's right. You know, it'd be awesome if people could tell us what are some regional swills we should try? We'd like to. And, and if you can reach out to us for that, we will try to work out a way to get it. Um, and, and, and try it on the Absolutely. podcast. We can, we can make that happen. Uh, but, you know, we thought we'd start out a little differently this time because we were curious, what's the first beer that you ever tried? And we got some interesting responses here. So, Brian, you, you, had, a, you had a nice little story behind that. I did. I did. So it's not like the first beer I drank, you know, out on my own, but it was the first beer I had a sip of. And it was Coors Light um, with my dad. So the story is we were at the Mid-Ohio race car track and we took his Ditamasa Pantera down there, 1972 for you car fans out there. That's awesome. And we would spend the weekend uh, twice a year at Mid-Ohio doing either the uh, vintage car races or the Indy car races. And and this one was for the vintage car races since uh, we actually took the Pantera and he wasn't working because he he did uh, work with uh, the Indy car series back then as an official. And we sat there on the bank watching the cars go by and just handed me his Coors Light and I had a sip. And I have a nostalgia for Coors Light that a lot of people will say, oh, it's the worst of the three macros. But I think it's the best because that memory yeah. of my dad sharing me just That's a couple cool. swigs and don't tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's always usually followed up with don't exactly. tell your mom. <laughs> Matt, what about you? What, do you? what was your first? Well, you know, for every sweet, there's a sour. And, uh, you know, uh, my father ended up getting arrested and I didn't see him for a few years. But uh, before he got arrested, somebody had brought him Sorry a six pack of Budweiser to uh, 
to thank him for something, and my father did not drink beer. How old were you? I was 13. Okay. I was about that same age, too. Yeah. Uh, Me, too. Living in Houston, Texas, and had the six-pack of Budweiser in the the pantry there, warm, and, you know, when you're in a one-parent household, it's super easy to get into mischief, and I thought, why not try this can of warm Budweiser? It was the worst decision. The second worst decision I've ever made. (laughs) I don't even want to know what the worst is. (laughs) So you didn't like it? I didn't, but, you know, I kept coming back. I I kept trying. When you were of age. Yes. Do you you need a hug right now, man? (laughs) Come here. Bring it up. Is that why you drink bush ice? You don't like the, the, the bud? Is that what's going on? I'm really not a fan of Budweiser. In fact, I have a can of their nitro beer in my fridge because it sounded fun. Yeah. And it's it's not fun. Not fun. It's not fun. Blaine, what about you? What was your first? So, uh, good high school buddy of mine. Yeah. Um, we were having a, a night hanging out at my place and uh, parents had uh, <laughs> some Bud Ice. Uh, yeah. yeah, and, and like, and, and it yeah. was a glass bottle, and it, and it part of it was like shaped like ice cubes. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it was probably sitting in the fridge for like months. <laughs> and we're just like, we should drink it, man. We should drink it. <laughs> and a couple of morons, we we each grabbed a bottle of this crap and went walking through the neighborhood drinking. Really? This. I, I want to say I was fourteen or fifteen years old, and we look back on that, we're just like. <laughs> this is a place with no crime, and they just like to pull people over for speeding. And if they would have seen a couple of, you know, teenagers walking around with butt ice, what, what did that get? What did that get? I remember it. I remember it wasn't that. No, I my first one that I remember that I tried. I did it legally in another country. Oh, so not, it was, mi- not I, Michigan. I was in another country. No, Michigan. Well, you know, drinking age used to be eighteen, but no, I did it legally in another country when I was like fifteen or sixteen. Of course you do. And I, right. yeah, and I tried girlfriend it. girlfriend, too, that nobody I, ever saw. Well, Canada, it's a 19, I believe, is a drinking age. But I tried this beer. It was a Brazilian beer, because that's where I was. Don't know what it was called, but I do recall what thinking. What else did you do in Brazil? I, I do recall thinking, who made, who came up with the idea of beer, and why didn't they just quit after the first batch? Because it tasted terrible. It was awful. It may have been warm. I don't remember. But I didn't like it. But... Like Matt, I just kept coming back. I, I had to see what it was all about, and and then now we uh, we're doing a podcast on it. And I took a sip of Coors when I was younger, but but I, I drank like a beer. Yes. Okay, that, that's that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Well, hey, so we want your feedback. Reach out to us on Facebook, and like we we, we mentioned, but today's beer we're going to talk about is hams, and, and I just want to say this: hams to me has that nostalgic look. Like if you were to go to a bar, Blaine, and you walked into that bar, and everybody just kind of Knew your name. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's start with a little advertising that we've made up for Ham's Premium Beer. Making your way down the beer aisle today takes all the cash you got. Take a break from overpaying good swill is what you want. But you can't just trust any swill. Sometimes you want to drink a hams to start your day. Don't go to the store and buy the same. For you, we keep the light on. The door is open the same. The purest water and the choice 
That one's a tearjerker. That was a tearjerker. To drink a beer, a ham, to drink a hams and start your day. Matt, did you write that? <laughs> Matt was thought of when that line was written. You know, I. That's our first. That's our first hams. Song that's the new toothpaste. commercial. That is the first song commercial. And there was a couple references in that commercial that we'll go over here. Uh, Land of sky blue waters, the uh, purest barley malt and grain, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so let's talk about it. Hams, premium beer. We are talking about uh, Hams Brewing Company of Milwaukee, which we'll get into a little bit more uh, with Brian. 4.7% alcohol. Land of the sky blue waters. Light, smooth, clean, sweet. 2.68 average on untapped. And uh, someone said... Working man's beer? Question uh, mark. It was five forty nine for the sixteen ounce cans. So it was. And that was a six pack of pounders. Yeah, that was a, that's a bit. So it's six cents an ounce. That is a cheap six pack of beer. So uh, we are going to crack them open here, and we'll do our first sip impressions. See what folks uh, in our panel think. And we're going to start things off like we always do with Blaine describing the uh, the label. Read it to us and give us the whole rundown of that. I love uh, the label on this. Um, just It's very just classic. It's got uh, a crest on it uh, since 1865. The crest is a, a lion with a sword wearing a crown. Again, we have a crown. Uh, hams. America's classic premium beer born in the land of sky blue waters. Oh, commercial. Brewed in true family tradition from purest water and choicest barley malt, grain, and hops. Well, hops doesn't rhyme with, so. Yeah, yeah. That's why the song ended at grain. <laughs> You know, but uh, yeah, and then uh, that's pretty much it right there. That's it. Okay. So so there you have it. It's a beautiful can, and we'll, of course, put that on our social media. You can take a look at it yourself. Uh, so I'm curious about our first sip impressions. Uh, Matt, it's a 16-ounce can. It is a 16-ounce it's a, it's a, what do you call it, Matt, again? You, you, this is your wheelhouse. Matt is distracted by the can. I am distracted by the can. He calls his pounders. He does call them pounders. I, I do call them pounders, and I'm looking at this... Corn syrup is used as part of the brewing process only. Hams never uses high fructose corn syrup. Oh, what the hell do you need the corn syrup for anyway? But That's a good question. We have to talk to a brewer about that one. Uh, first sip impression? Uh, you know, cost savings. Sorry. That's what it is? Yeah. It's what savings? A lot of cost savings. They don't want to use it. That's why it's cheap. Okay. Um, you know, first taste impressions is, you know, it's, it's an everyday kind of beer. It's not the greatest. It's not the beer that I remember from my childhood when I was watching the commercials. Yeah. There are a lot of commercials, too. And they're out there. It's interesting. Uh, Brian, what's your first sip? It's beer. It's beer? It's beer. It's good I mean, as it gets? No, it's not as good as it gets. It's just beer. Um, we've had better. We've had worse. It's, it's beer. Middle of the road. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if you offered it to me, I wouldn't say no. But, but you wouldn't. Yeah. Give me a second. Give me a second. I need some time. Mull it over. Take a few more sips. What's the ABV? Uh, The ABV. 4.7. It is 4.7. All right. Um, Uh, Blaine? It's it's got a little bite to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It is definitely, it's beer. Uh, Not bad. It is beer. A little little like fizzy, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But uh, it's not bad. 
I think it has uh, kind of a, a little bit of a, of a bite and a sweetness to it on the back end. Yeah, that yeah, I can yeah, I can see uh, the the high fructose corn syrup you were talking about on there. Well, that's interesting. But what do we know uh, uh, about who brews this? Because you know, I looked at it. Ham's Brewing Company from Milwaukee. Yeah, and everybody knows Milwaukee. Milwaukee brews a lot of beers, but yeah. it's brewed by Miller generally. So, what'd you find out? Well, that's actually not originally from Milwaukee. But what? what wait. It's from the land of sky blue waters, right? Yes, yeah, St. Uh, Paul, Minnesota. So why is it we'll brewed get there. We'll get there. in Wisconsin? We'll get there. Don't you know? Yeah. So on the can it says it was, uh, uh, you know, founded in, established in, um, in 1865. Uh, it's kind of true. Uh, you know, that's when uh, Theodore Ham took it over. Uh, the brewery itself was originally founded in 1960 by Andrew F. Keller. Um, and he was a great friend, a business partner with Theodore Ham. Oh. And Ham has two M's, by the way. It, yes, it does. And um, uh, in 1965, uh, Andrew had a tragic death. Um, he had abandoned the brewery and life in Minnesota, and went out to California for the second gold rush, and he died there. So um, that is when Theodore Ham really? inherited the brewery. Um, so he wasn't really founder. He inherited it, and uh, he took it from there. Um, there, after prohibition, they were the fifth largest brewery in the United States. So they, they had some growth to them from that original start, that rocky start in 1960, 1965. Uh, and then in the 1960s, there was a series of buying and selling sprees of the company. Um, so it traded hands a few times. Ended up in 1983. It was bought by Pabst. Uh, which is that really? move to Milwaukee that you're oh, talking about? Yeah, okay. And then they traded it to Stroh's. Like I, I, I kind of is that like Wait. trading garbage pail kids? Like, <laughs> right? I'll, I'll take yours, you take mine. I, I don't quite know what that See, means. See, I associate Stroh's with Detroit though, but that's more of a, a Milwaukee thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then so they traded it from Paps to Stroh's, and then in 1997, uh, Stroh's closed it. Um, so that ended a 137-year oh. brewing tradition. Do you know when, when it happened to leave Minnesota? I'm guessing, I don't know for a fact, but I'm guessing when it was bought by Paps in 83. Okay, that would be in line. Because when I was growing up, I always remember that this was a Minnesota beer. It was, you know, the land of 10,000 lakes. Yeah, Minnesota, sky blue sky waters. waters. Yeah. So to hear that it was brewed in Milwaukee now, kind of like. It's a little weird. Uh, and, and you've seen the commercials. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember watching them on TV? Yes. Did these actually air? Describe these commercials for us because they're a little hokey. They are very hokey. They're, they kind of ham it up. <laughs> they do. They, they, they feature a bear. That's terrible. Animated. Um, there was one actually with a guy. You can find these on YouTube as well. Right. Uh, just search Ham's Beer Commercials and you'll see everything and more that you would ever want to see. <laughs> Not as good as the Cheers beer commercial, though. Uh, no. Would you say we made we made a better commercial? Uh, yes. I teared up. I we all did. We were holding hands. Start at the end. If those ads aired today, Mad would have a fit because <laughs> those are the reasons why we drank underage. I mean, he was a You're cute, talking about the, cuddly, ori- the original Ham yeah, commercial. He's a cute, cuddly bear. Yeah, you want to hug him? You want to play with him? We watched one of them, and it shows an animated bear. Yeah, like on a log, which and, is and weird, it's, and it's yeah. straight up a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, that's why I drank underage. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's start the lawsuit now. I'm yeah. going after hams. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My daddy went to prison. That's why I drank underage. <laughs> well, uh, so. But, 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 but in history, though, you know, get yeah. back to it. Um, that, you know, it, it, they, they went out of business in 1997, but Miller bought the brand from Stroh's. So I guess in a trade, you don't actually change ownership. So when Pat, uh, yeah, hold on a minute. Make sure I get my notes right here. Oh, they bought it. I'm sorry. I thought they bought it from Paps. They bought it from Stroh's. So Miller bought the brand from Stroh's. Okay. And then the whole Molson Coors, Miller Coors, SAB Miller Mass, this whole combination of names and changes and ownerships happened. And now it is owned by Molson Coors, hence brewed in Milwaukee too. Okay. Yeah. So that's who, but and, and do you know much about, uh, did they change the, the way they brewed it and the, the ingredients all the same pretty much? I'm going to say they had to change it because I don't think they used what wasn't. Was it cornstarch that they said they used in it? Or? Well, that's what corn it says syrup? on the can. Yeah, I don't think they used cornstarch back when it was found in the 1860s. Oh, yeah. Probably just not. a guess. Yeah, just a guess. Good yeah. guess. Corn, right. corn syrup, not cornstarch. Well, uh, so I'm, I'm Good curious. Good way to ruin a beer. It, it is interesting because I can taste that sweetness. So, so Matt, uh, we, we already talked about your first sip impression. I'm curious, how does this stack up against your go-to beer, which is Bush uh, Ice? Not, it wouldn't be my first choice. If I had to choose between a hams or a bush ice, I'd go for my bush ice. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want a rating out of it, I would give it a solid three. I'm not going to put it above that. It's, okay. it's an everyday, it's definitely an everyday beer. I'm a little leery of the corn syrup in that I yeah. might get a hangover if I drink yes. too many of these. And that's my concern as well because this sweetness. And I, 16 ounces of it. And it, yeah, and these are, these, these are big guys. So, uh, so Brian's taking another quick uh, swig here. Uh, what's your what's your take on it? I'm, I've been studying this because I, I want to like it, um, you know, because I want to give you know hipsters a little bit of reason to to like this because you know that's <laughs> you want to get them away from Paps. Is that yeah, what you're that, well, that's why I guarantee this is what what they're doing. At, they're at Mil- Molson Coors. Is they are marketing this to hipsters. They know what hipsters did to Paps, and they're trying to get the same thing, which is why they they're probably it. bought it. Yeah, well, Narragansett at least still independently owned. I've heard the hipsters are going after that one too. Well, it's really good. They, but that's helping an independently owned brewery where this is a corporately owned brewery. And you take a sip, you take a smell, it's beer. You take a sip, it's beer. But there's a, a an aftertaste that I've been trying to pinpoint. Yeah. yeah, it's sweet, and then I don't know. It's it's almost like. I, I know I used this word before. It's almost like a vomity aftertaste. Like Ugh. it's like you've had. It's almost like you have acid reflux. Oh, he's reflux. bringing up vomit again. Again, we'll say acid reflux. So let's like, so you know reflux. when you get that you acid get that re- out. Acid reflux. That's <laughs> that's what I get. Now, with that said, I mean, I'll give it a three. We've had worse on this show. Why are our outsider and insider agreeing so much? The stars are aligned. They are. <laughs> um, but in defense of Brian's hipster analysis, there is a, a, a local dive bar here yeah. that I go to. And this is one of the beers I drink. I've them. been to this one. Yeah. And they actually they sell it in the, in the big cans or they have little ones? This have, isn't the Thirsty Beaver, is it? It is the Thirsty Beaver. If you don't know the Thirsty Beaver, no matter where you are okay. in the country, you need to look that up because. And I'm mentioning it because it has international. It has international acclaim. Really? But yes, it does. Do you remember uh, the movie Up, the cartoon? They just yeah. didn't tie the balloons. Okay, so a contractor bought all the land around this bar, yep. all of it, 
That's right. But the bar would not sell out. So the contractor said, fine, we'll build this huge apartment complex around it. And the owner said, go ahead, do it. I'm not moving. So if you drive by there today in the city of Charlotte, North Carolina, you will see a giant complex around this tiny little bar that never gave up, even they through the pandemic. They built the complex around the they bar. Did. The and bar I, is a feature. And it's amazing. And, and I think it's gotten more people to go drink there. And the beer is still super cheap. Yeah, and, that, cheap. and that's why we're mentioning it. Yes. Well, it, and they unfortunately, don't they, they, they have stuff. closed their doors for good. Have they? Excuse me? It's it's out of business now. It's It's gone forever. Really? What? Yeah. What? At last check, the Thirsty Beaver is no more. And, you know, I loved the curtain of bras as you came in. That's a note of a great dive bar. The country- like, I feel like I lost this dad. A, my grandpa. Uh, my stand. grandpa just died. Uh, all right. uh, Are you sure? What is your source of this? No, I, I did just look at the Thirsty Beaver. And uh, according to Facebook and Google, they are still open. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Uh, well, you, honestly, right. though, there's been a lot of, you know, Weird stuff going on with the pandemic and yeah. places news. being open and, and, and closed. They, I know they shut down because they weren't allowed to open in that state. However, that's changed. So they may have. Oh, praise him! I know. Yeah. Look, look it up. It's an amazing bar. Uh, so, but Brian, we didn't we didn't get to your what what what's, what's he, your rating on this? A, you want another one? You give it a three. You give it a three. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I give it a three. Um, I'd, I'd I'd have another. I wouldn't buy it, but if a friend offered me it, I'd be like, yeah. Okay. If I was at the Beaver, I'd drink a Paps. Do you take the paps? I take the paps. All right, blame and the dollar shot of Jim Beam and the dollar, of course. Uh, I'm going to give Hams a three and a half. Three and a half. Uh, Is it because of the price? The price. Yeah, and and it's it's really not. It's really not bad. I feel like we've given worse beers a three. Uh, Good point. And here's what I will say about Hams. Hams six cents an ounce. You get these giant cans. Look, we we paid five forty nine for this six pack, and. I feel like as I get to the end of it, I could be like, oh, I could have another one. And I, it not, it's not bad. So I'll go three and a half. I'm going to go three and a half on this one. I would, I would say it's, it's, worth, it's worth a try. The sweetness, eh, they could scale it back. That'd be nice. So there you go, hams. Uh, it's not a bad beer. It's something that you may want to you know, test out, see what you guys think. Uh, and I hope you guys will join us for next week. Because we're going to be talking about another amazing beer that uh, we have scraped up, but I don't want to give it away. Oh. I don't. Hmm. Because I want you guys to mull this over and let it kind of bother you. How do I know if I want to come back? Chew it like a good old piece of ham. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This uh, this has been Good Swill Hunting, though. Thank you for joining us this week. Make sure you subscribe because the more downloads we get, hey, the more fun we can have. Right. And uh, email us, leave us a rating, find us on Facebook and find us on Instagram. We'd love for you to reach out and uh, and talk to us. And just so our listeners know, this is all pro bono. It's true for, for free. We, we do this we out do of our own pocket. Fun. We do it for the fun. There's no we have no sponsors. So, hey, Thirsty Beaver, they're not sponsoring us. We just like them. All right, we're going to Thirsty Beaver. Y'all have a great one. All right. This has been Good Swill Hunting. Thanks for joining our growing list of fans. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And you could be our next sponsor. Just contact us at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com.